Welcome to the Unapologetic Niners Fan Podcast, where myself, Jake, Ryan, and Gabe break down the Niners every week. And once again, disclaimer, we're not the guys who pretend to grind the tape or to watch the All-22, know the schemes, and know everything about everything that's going on and everything we should have done. We just know a good Niners team when we see it. And this is one of the best Niners teams we've ever seen. Although, this is not a victory pod. This is a loss pod. And it's not a great one, guys. Yeah, we haven't had many of these, but we march on. And this was a game that was in the spotlight and national media might have you thinking that it was basically the Super Bowl, but let's get let's get real. What it was was an inconsequential game against a non-conference opponent. And regardless of the outcome there, nothing changes with us at all. Maybe some egos are bruised. If you want to tune in to the talking heads, everyone's throwing dirt on Purdy and the Niners again. Good for them. But I don't see how anything has changed with this team. I feel just as good as I did two days ago. And I'm fucking pumped about the way things are looking for us. Jake? I mean, most of what Fitz said, I agree with. Oh, Um, okay. But Well, I mean, the beautiful thing is that the Cowboys and Philly are garbage. Philly almost lost another one. That was fucking hilarious to watch. So we control our own destiny. All you have to do is beat Arizona and uh, the Rams, obviously, and we're the number one seed with a bye. That feels good. Uh, it also feels good. They're to be playing Arizona a third time. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> Similar color scheme. Commanders, <laughs> Redskins, call them what you want to call them. Okay. Can't get one by Paul. Even if, you know, you did, you wouldn't let it happen. I take these things pretty hard, okay? In the moment, I take it hard. Okay, you blow a coverage, you throw a stupid interception, I just get upset. I'm probably, like, going to be too hard on my kids. Like, think about it. Like, someone messes up, I'm just mad at them. This is not great. So, I could probably take this as a learning moment and uh, roll with it. Uh, As far as the Niners are concerned, um... 24 hours of process, it was helpful. And um, weird stuff happened. Uh, ultimately, I still say I'm super disappointed in how we showed up in a big game. But, <clears throat> you know, you can't forget the fact that we had big games against Dallas and blew them out of national TV and we did the same thing with Philly. So let's give the team some fucking credit. And uh, what I heard from the locker room and the players and uh, and everything I read really encouraged me about how they're taking this and how they are bouncing back as a team that has championship aspirations. Yeah. Well, glad it, it's good to have you back, Jake, and uh, glad you climbed the 24 hour <laughs> wall. Um, it was dark. I, uh, <laughs> dark. I, uh, I kind of view this as a gut check moment. I don't know that, you know, boat racing every other opponent is going to be good or good way to get into the playoffs. I think, um, you know, we learn from this, we get better, um, you know, hopefully, and, and it doesn't sound like the injuries are, are all that bad. Um, knock on wood, I guess. Uh, but 
I think it's kind of comical what to like Fitz's point about the media and how they're, you know, rolling with this. Um, you know, I mean, Baltimore caught the good end of every bounce that a ball took every damn call. Um, yeah, we, we made some, we made some bad mistakes and, um, can't do that too many times against, uh, an opponent like that. But, um, yeah, look, I think we, we grow the leadership's there, you know, this is a wake up call and, and we're going to answer. Okay. And real quick before Paul goes, cause I'm excited to hear what he has to say, but Jesus Christ gave blah, blah, fucking blah. We got bad bounces and the media, <laughs> you don't like what the media is saying. Like, Hey, we went on national TV. We had a bad game. Our quarterback threw four picks. We, we, we came in the second half with a chance to win the game. Our defense got blown out. Like, it wasn't pretty. We, we took a shit. It was not pretty. Let's not, like, brush it under the carpet. It wasn't good. I agree with you. It's nice to not have to win, like, ten games in a row to get to the Super Bowl. We take our licks here. We regroup. We go. But, like, let's not act like it was no big deal. Well, I mean, Fitz I think, said I think the, it, game, the game got flipped on its head after the punt. And the dumb hit out of bounds. We gave them two touchdowns. You know? Yeah. I mean, look, I hear what you're saying. And, and I, I'm not trying to say that I'm making excuses. Like, we got to learn from this. Um, but look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be an optimist, too. And, and a believer. So, there you go. The hit out of bounds was kind of soft, though. The guy was on the white line. I mean, it's the punter. Do you really need to throw a flag there? I guess. Whatever. So, I think... I listened to the press conference, and one of the things Shanahan said was, I thought we started the game well, and they objectively did. They went three and out. The Ravens did against the Niners. It didn't look like they were going to be functioning offensively against the defense. The Niners go right down the field, and Brock Purdy has one of those reads that he just doesn't do. He doesn't misread coverages like that. He doesn't miss guys in that way. And it was kind of like one of the the first pick he threw against the Vikings, I thought, after he got hit in the head. So that was surprising. But Shanahan said we had explosive plays, which they did. Kittle went for 60 yards or whatever. McCaffrey had a big run on their touchdown drive. They averaged nine yards a play or something in the first half. So they were doing things offensively they typically do. It was just a bad pick in that first drive, which we've seen. We've seen them go right down the field and then fumble the ball, and then the game gets weird. And he threw that pick, and they still didn't do anything, the Ravens, with that. It was 5 nothing after Lamar did that weird thing where he ran out of the end zone and tripped over the referee and that was hilarious but I thought the Niners offense actually looked pretty good for the most part in the first half against what I think is a really good defense and yeah the first pick sucked the second pick was really stupid the third pick was really dumb the fourth pick was maybe even dumber I mean some nights it's just not your night they turn the ball over four times five times I forgot the the butt truck pick yeah they gave the other team five first downs via penalty. So bad call here, terrible turnover there. All of a sudden it's just, it looks like a really shitty game. But if you just remove a couple of those moments, they battled, they played hard until the end and a couple things go their way. And it's either 
a very close game or a Niners win pretty convincingly. And sure, you could say that about any team that loses in the NFL, but I don't walk away from that game saying the sky is falling and sure there's injuries and you're a little bit concerned about it. I walk away from that game saying this team knows that they can go out and beat any team when they're playing their game. But if they put a game together like that, that's that sloppy and has that type of terrible luck, some of it self-inflicted, some of it otherwise, they're not going to do what they want to do, which is win the Super Bowl. And so for this to happen two weeks before the end of the season, when they still control their own destiny, it's probably a good thing because now they go into Washington and ultimately that's a team they should beat, a team they will beat. And then they play the Rams who all of a sudden people think are good. And we know the history of the Niners against that team. So it's a, it's one of those losses where sure it, it sucked and it was on Christmas after the dubs had lost. So it made it even more painful, but all in all, I walk away from that game saying, this is the type of team that's going to come away from a game like that saying, we can't even let the smallest detail go uncovered because it's going to cost us what is the goal, which is a Super Bowl. Yeah, now you're singing my song that this loss might have even been a good thing because you don't want to be too hot going into the playoffs. Let's regroup. At the end of the day, we lost the turnover battle five to nothing. We gave 10 penalties for over 100 yards. You don't win football games doing that. It's that simple. Everybody knows it. I don't care how good your football team is. First half, we threw three interceptions, losing the turnover battle, three to nothing, and we go into halftime down four points, getting the ball back in the second half. Like, I was so confident at that point. Things just, things got weird. You know, I think Lamar played pretty good. He, uh... He made time in the pocket. He ran a ton. Um, you know, our defense got exposed a little bit here and there, but I, I think the biggest problem is the penalties. The secondary, Gibson was making some bad penalties. He had that bad PI, bad face mask. But all in all, like, there's there's nothing to panic about here. The Purdy threw one bad pick. I think that makes that gives him three bad interceptions on the season, one of which he was just freshly concussed. So maybe give him a pass there. I don't know what happened there. It was a bad decision, but pick two, ball batted in the air. Dude's right place, right time. Ball falls in his hands. Like, what are the chances of that? Pick three, it hits off of Kittle's chest. Like Kittle makes those catches and just bounces into another guy's hands. And then hit four was actually looking to be a pretty nice play because they had CMC on this little slant, short pattern, dumped the ball off to him. And I mean, he could have ran forever. We know how explosive he is, but Purdy didn't see a hit coming. He gets hit while he's throwing. So the ball comes out weird. That happens. Then, I mean, with that play, Trent Williams took it into his own hands and said, no, I'm getting this one back, too. That was absolutely fumble, crazy. Fumble, by the way. That was a fumble. Yeah. He, I mean, Maybe. I don't know if it was a fumble, more so just a he steal. He pulled on that he play, He grabbed too. that guy and said, no, this ball's now mine, not yours anymore. He's well, incredible. I loved it. That was, that, was, that was a great reaction by Trent because it just showed how this team feels about itself, which is like, fuck this, you're not beating us. And like when the brakes are going against us, we're going to get mad and we're going to fucking clap back. And obviously it didn't all come together this game. Um, <clears throat> but I mean, 
you know, if if I'm going to not sing the beautiful song about how great the Niners are, I mean, I, again, listen, I, I think the Niners are the best team in the league. So I guess I get overly disappointed sometimes when games like this happen. But games like this do happen. Um, but just some observations is that the Ravens D did play pretty darn well. And what, what I observed was that uh, Purdy was dropping back and like the first read was not there, which I think we're kind of used to seeing the first read be there. Uh, and then the second read wasn't there and the third read wasn't there. So he was, he was feeling some heat and he was, he was, he was feeling a little squeezed to find the open man. Um, and I'm not exactly sure what they did. I'm, I'm curious to read up on it and, and see exactly what the schematics of it were, but um, <clears throat> they may have done a little something. I have full faith in Kyle Shanahan to respond to that. I have full faith in Brock Purdy to grow. And, um, you know, his learning curve has been very accelerated since he's been in our lives. So I'm, I'm excited to kind of, kind of see what he does there. But um, Ravens have a good defense. They showed up. They did a good job. Um, and we were challenged. And I'm excited to see how we respond to that. Yeah, you yeah, know, Purdy, it doesn't happen. Learning. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, it doesn't happen that you throw five picks in a game and four of them or three of them are tipped balls or passes where the QB's arm gets hit. It doesn't happen where the Niners go through a full football game and don't get a turnover either. They they get the most turnovers in the NFL. So to have a night where not only do you turn the ball over five times, but you don't get any turnovers from a defense that typically turns the other team over at least once a game, that's pretty unique as well. And I think it's just one of those games where everything that could have gone wrong went wrong, including some of the injuries at the end, which meant the offensive line was decimated. And just a mini rant here. Do we need to hear the Kyle Shanahan stat about being Owen whatever and games where they were trailing by whatever amount in the fourth? Like, who? how is this on Kyle Shanahan, a loss like that? It's, it's just like they lost the game. Kyle Shanahan's a good coach. Both can be true. And it doesn't always have to be a referendum on his style or his strategy or his scheme or his coaching or whatever. Because I do think that the team is built to go out, seize a game, get a lead, and protect it. Sure, of course, that's the best case scenario. That's how the team is constructed. That's how the team has operated when they've been at their best this season. But when they're forced to go and drop back and throw the ball and the other team knows they have to throw the football. That offensive line, which is another feather in the cap of Purdy's performance this year, isn't one of the elite units in the league. So it can be a challenge. And I think this is the type of game that opens your eyes to how the team is built how the team wins, and I don't think they can't win games where they've come from behind because they have done that. I just think that circumstances last night prevented them from being able to go out and really compete in a game like that. Some of it, again, self-inflicted, penalties and turnovers, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, those stats are bullshit too. Okay, we don't come back down eight in the fourth quarter. Who does come back? I think I saw that you know, the best uh, winning percentage of all time there is, is Mahomes, and he's like right around 300. So a handful of other teams are, you know, one win ever in that scenario. So, yeah, we have the firepower to do it and could have had an opportunity last night. Purdy got hurt. 
I think I love the decision to just keep him out at that point. Yeah, maybe we should go our way. Dive into that a little bit because there's rumors in this group that it was just a full blown benching. Yeah, I did hear that. That obviously didn't come from me. I don't know if anybody wants to speak up. It's got emotional about that. <laughs> that was a horrible. Yeah. Horrible. I, I will take offense to Purdy slander. This is a true story. <laughs> hey, all this I know is what a, I saw. This wasn't a that. George Seifert, Steve Young situation. I remember Purdy on the bench dropping F-bombs at the coach. <laughs> well, Purdy, I mean, we watched the whole thing happen. It was on camera. Purdy got, got wind of what was going down. He went over to Kyle, made his case. Kyle explained to him why it made sense for him to not come back in the game. He was not happy about that, and as a result, he put his fucking helmet on, and that's just a show of saying, hey, I'm here, and I should be in the game. Now, I think it made perfect sense for him not to go back in, uh, where that game was and the stinger he took. So I have no problem with it, but the fact is, it wasn't his night. And sometimes, was, and I mean, hey, listen, Joe Montana got benched. Steve Young got benched. Joe Montana got benched again. Like, they, they went back and forth, you know? Like, like some of the greatest quarterbacks got benched for a quarter here and there. So let's not make more of it than it actually is. But Purdy yeah, I mean, didn't get the... benched, so I don't know why we're <laughs> even bringing this up, these other guys getting benched. Well, let me just say, if the game was, if the game was in question, if, if the Niners had a chance to win the game, Purdy would have been in. I think that's very simple. Yeah. I found one so, thing like when they're up by... One thing that was kind of wild for me is, like, the game was progressing and like shit was going wrong is like I was still pretty confident that like the Niners were gonna like at a minimum make it interesting. And like you know, when it was real late there and we were at the goal line, I was like, oh God, you never know, you know, it's like I don't know. Um I just thought that was kinda telling. Um I also want to bring up uh, before we move on that Debo play where he took the hit, yeah, and it ju- and just Incredible. bounced up. I mean, that was like one of the coolest plays. Um, what a savage! So Debo, yeah, he's just striking fear into everybody else in the field. That was insane. Turn that into a game, dude. I mean, honestly, let's run it back tomorrow. We would all run it back with Baltimore tomorrow. Right. I, look, I hope that's the Super Obviously. Bowl matchup. I want another bite at the apple with those guys for a number of reasons, including 2012. I think that's a team that the Niners can beat. I'd love to see them beat them. I do think that's one of the better, if not the best team in the NFL, certainly in the AFC. So if the Niners are going to go to the Super Bowl, I want them to go beat a good team. And I want them to exert their dominance on a good team. And I thought we were going to see it last night. We didn't for a number of reasons that we've all laid out here. And the good news is, once again, go and win out. And you get a week off, and then you get the red paint in the end zone with the saloon, saloon font, and you get saloon font. a path to the it's Super all. Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's there for Simple us. Like as. I said, again, I cannot reiterate this enough. That loss was inconsequential. Nothing changed for us. We still got to go out and win a couple football games, and our path is set. It's all there. So this is our first live post-loss pod that we've posted. And are we going to take some players? Absolutely. 
Okay. So in, in an ode to Krupp, Kipe, John, and Flem, we're going to go ahead and pick some players. So, Jake, why don't you start, if you can think of someone? Wow, on the spot. Didn't actually prepare for this part of the part. Uh, all right, if I'm going with someone, I'm going with uh, the Bloomin' Onion, actually. Not my norm, but uh, he just said, fuck it, I'll hit someone outside of, you know, out of bounds, get a 15-yard penalty. It really kind of, like, set the game into motion for just being weird, and it kind of prepared us for, like, oh, we're going to do stupid shit and probably not win this game for mm. no reason. So I want to give him props for uh, helping me mentally prepare myself for the second half and everything else that happened. Uh, I love him. He's the best. But uh, things got weird when he did that. He's having a great season. Pro bowler, probably. Always. always. I love he's, that pick. Yeah, always, he's always having a great season. He's one of the best. Purse? Uh, I'm going to say Christian McCaffrey. Um, I mean, watching this dude play and just hit the holes and truck people and um, frustrate the opponent is freaking awesome. Um, he's just a ticking time bomb out there, waiting to break off big plays. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going with Christian McCaffrey. Great pick. Great pick. Paul? It's, oh, I'll go. So I'm going to go with George Kittle because I love him so much. And his post-game outfit was absolutely bonkers. I don't even know what that was, if it was a sweater or a shirt or like a sweater shirt or whatever, but it was absolutely bonkers. And he's just as lovable as a Niner that I've ever seen in my lifetime. He's incredible at what he does. He's somehow underrated, even though he's a all pro pro bowler perennially he still doesn't get the respect he deserves against guys like kelsey and people were putting guys like dallas goddard on his level coming into the season which is an absolute insult to what i think is going to be a hall of fame career and he had a big game last night i mean like we were saying on that first drive i i just look up and he's going and it's a very kittle thing to just be as powerful and as fast and as effective a football player as he is. And I think it was Jair Brown who was talking about what was your welcome to the NFL moment. And it was just a practice rep against George Kittle early on where he was just like, this dude is so fast and he's so strong and he just went by me. And I'm sure that's the case for a lot of guys in the NFL. George Kittle. Great pick. Great pick. I know we touched on him earlier. I'm going to go with the big fella, Trent Williams. He really is the heartbeat of this team. His run blocking is second to none. He makes so many things happen. And you just look at the play that we mentioned earlier where everything is going wrong. We just gave up the ball again. The game seems out of hand, and he is not giving up. And he's like, I'm going to go will this back to us. And he absolutely manhandles this guy and just takes the ball back, which shows the heart he has. He was out there banged up. He's got a groin thing now. Hopefully it's not too bad, but he's dealt with injuries a lot. And he is one tough SOB. He goes out there, he plays through, and it doesn't matter if things are up or down. He's given his all. I'm going with Trent. 
Great pick. Love that pick. So before we dive in, before we dive into the commanders, anyone have any DC stories they'd like to share? Because I know some of you have done some work out there. I don't have a lot of history in in DC. Uh, A couple trips out there. Nationals game. Never been to uh, RFK. Are they still playing there? Yeah. No. (laughs) Where do they play now? FedEx Field, I think. RFK is it's the same stadium, isn't it? It's an absolute dump, right? Yeah, it's everything a, it's about a separate it right dump. here is horrible. Oh, it's a newer <laughs> dump. <laughs> it's a newer dump. Yeah. It's about to get blown up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, so the I, answer I is no. That's there. fine. We can move on to the commanders, which I saw a I don't Nats know. game at uh, RFK with Bennett um, back in probably like 2006, and um, went to RFK. It's kind of cool. Okay. Well. I don't know how much time to spend on the game, honestly, because I can't say I ever watch them. I know Chase Young has a bit of a revenge game factor. I know Trent Williams hates the organization. Kyle certainly hates the organization. So there's definitely some animosity toward the Commanders franchise from some key components of the Niners. So I'm excited about that. But also, is it Sam Howell? Is it Jacoby Brissett? Does it matter? I think Howell's out. Does it matter? He was looking good, but he got... He got proper benched, Jake. Okay. <laughs> Thank the the it, team it, is in a, shambles. You're right. That's a, that's a fair distinction. <laughs> yeah. The team is in shambles. I don't think they've won since the first week They're of They're not November, trying to win anything. Where they beat the Patriots. Did they fire their yeah, coach I'm... yet? No. They're waiting. Who is their coach? Riverboat Ron still? Yeah, yeah. still. Yeah. Gibbs boy. Gibbs, Gibbs yeah. boy Rivera, pride of the Cal Bears. Right. By yeah. the way, and and Chicago, big, you know, Paul loves him too because he's a, a former Bear. Okay. All right. So here's what I can say about them: they uh they have they've given the Eagles a run for their money twice. I don't know if that was just them giving some fight or just goes to show the Eagles really are trash. But well, that that Niners Commanders game last year down the stretch, a Purdy game, I believe, was a little closer than. It ought to have been, I think. That was a bit of a battle, right? They were putting up some points in that game, if I remember correctly. Yeah, we've we've had battles with them, too. Do you remember, it was either maybe two or three years ago, where we had that game in the slop, where we had yeah. just won, like, t- we won 10 to nothing or something like that. Yeah. yeah. That, that was, was a was slide at the end. That was, that was yeah. 19. Mm-hmm. That was Super Bowl year. Yeah. yeah. That was the buildup to that yeah. super That was power. a fun one. Yeah. So, and then we had some um we had some run-ins with the with the Washington back in the uh early 90s. They had a couple good teams. They won a Super Bowl, I think, maybe in 92, yeah. 91. Oh, they blew out Buffalo in yeah, 91. Well, yeah. According to Art Monk. According to Jake's favorite stat DVOA, I think that 91 Redskins team might be the highest rated team of all time. I believe they are. I, right I believe there, that is so, the top team of all time. I mean, we're not doing I mean, an yeah. NFL film segment, so I'm we don't need to go that deep. minutes on how DVOA is pretty irrelevant. Like, give me a fucking break. <laughs> somebody yeah. else think up something else? Can we at least yeah. talk about a different irrelevant stat? You know, because no one knows how to boil the shit down. So maybe we just pick a different irrelevant stat to talk about. The rate so this, is, rating? this is what yes, the commanders. This is what the commanders game preview has come to. Just Jake 
griping about DVOA, <laughs> Fitz going NFL films on the history of the franchise, and us wondering if yep. RFK and their new porta potty is the same. Good job summing up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we might as well make predictions. This should be a bounce back game. I was a little shocked to hear how high the spread is, actually, but it makes sense. Niners are twelve. Answer back. Thirteen and, and a half. Poor. Thirteen. It's just two touchdowns. Yeah. The Niners will probably win by three touchdowns. I think we're looking at something 35-7. A blowout would be nice. Let's get things back on track. I Gabe, uh, I agree. Our, our resident sharp. I could. Yeah, I didn't know what the line was. Uh, to be honest. So. I was surprised to hear it was that high. I was I was hoping it it would be like an easy bet, uh, but maybe it is. Uh, I was thinking the same to be honest. Thirty five ten. That was the number I landed on. Howell gets sacked a ton. We're gonna Howell? cruise. Or Brissette. whichever one it is. Percent no, doesn't matter. Maybe some. It of doesn't both. matter. Yeah, probably a little of both. They're a lost franchise searching for direction and a purpose. Um, I'm going to go with 36-13 Niners. I think it's definitely a get-right game for Purdy, but I also think CMC comes out of this game uh, kind of re-establish himself as a potential MVP candidate. I don't think his MVP candidacy is, candidacy is dead. So looking yeah. for a big CMC game. I love I like that. that. Absolutely love that. Actually, if the Niners had won last night, which again they didn't, and Jake thinks they took a dump on Christmas, I beg to differ, but they didn't win last night. But if they did, I was going to make the argument that this could be one of those weird games that's closer than it should be because it's a big letdown, short week, traveling east, yada, yada, yada. But now, the way last night played out, I think this is a. 35 to six. I don't think they get to double digits. I don't think they can move the ball against the Niners defense, even if it's compromised by a couple guys being banged up. And this is one of those get some momentum going into the final week of the season when it could be a big matchup for the Rams who are holding on for dear life to whatever they want to hang a banner for this season, which is maybe like a first playoff exit at best. Yeah. Good for them. Let's, Let's all get excited about that. Yeah. All right, boys. Well done. We did it. All right. Let's go back and get it, get back on the winning train. Yeah. Go Niners. Go, go Niners. Niners. Go Niners. Go Niners.